tonight, only on Disney+. Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Swift Vieira's Tour, Taylor's version, with four additional acoustic songs. Streaming tonight only on Disney+. This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader this station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. This is the true story of a New York City boy with big town hopes and small neighborhood dreams of becoming BFFs with the Real Housewives and other Bravo celebrities. Then, one day, that dream actually came true. Let me take you behind the velvet rope. Welcome back to our sit down with Elise Lane. Part two starts in just a minute, but if you haven't heard part one, you have to listen to this. It's Elise's real reality story of how she met Ramona Singer. She talks about how she met Ramona Singer, the real friendship. There's all this talk out there about how she got involved with Roni. She talks exactly about how she got involved with the show, what filming was like, why she's not coming back next season, she talks about kind of the real reason she's not friends with Ramona anymore. She doesn't even really know the answer. It's kind of like when someone ghosts you and breaks up with you and you don't even know why. And you're not even upset that you lost the person in your life anymore. You're just like, I'd like to know why for closure. Well, that's kind of where Elise is, but she does give us a story of why she thinks Ramona no longer speaks to her, which happens to do with a night at Nobu, and it involves a hot 30-something-year-old guy. It involves Leah and Ramona. So there you go. There's a guy that she was going to fix Leah up with that she found out Ramona kissed. This is the only thing Elise can put. If you haven't heard part one of our sit-down with Elise, you got it. It's all about her origin story with Elise, with Ramona, and how she became involved with the show. But now we get into it, and we find out really why she wasn't at the reunion, and all the fallout from that. So stay tuned, listen to part one, and here is part two, guys. Yeah, I mean, well, we didn't see it on the show, and it sounds we like the only- it, Right, because a few people, most of social media seems to be rallying around me. A few people were like, oh, well, you, you used Ramona for fame. Well, we know that's bullshit. That was Ramona's story. That wasn't true, right? Look, if I- if I wanted so much to be famous, I would have been that first scene, right? I would have been loud and in front of the camera and throwing the tiki torches and I would have been doing things for camera time. So many times I stepped back, you know, I just, and I had said several times to the producers, you know, it's not my nature to fight and scream and be crazy. Like my nature is I'm pretty calm. And they kept saying, you do you, you do you. You know, well, 
Well, and Bravo is going to give me a little slap on the wrist for just making this statement, but I just state the obvious. If you really used Ramona for fame, you would sign a contract the second it's put in front of you, if that's what you really want. Of course. Look, I could never have really, you know, people were surprised when I said, well, I'm not coming back to be a housewife for, well, maybe people weren't surprised, you know, but I wasn't coming back. There was no way I could come back. If I couldn't get through the friend contract and be comfortable, there's no way I would ever sign up to be full-time. You know, it didn't feel good. The whole, at the end of the show, it just didn't, it didn't feel good. I mean, are you sorry you did the show? Um, yes and no. Um, the good thing that came out of it was I really grew to adore some of the people I met because of the show, meaning, you know, they call them fans. At this point, I call a lot of them friends um, or my, you know, my ducklings that I refer to. But I feel like I've, um, you know, I've gotten to know this boy, Kevin, that I've talked about who has cancer and he's um, been in and out of hospice. And I talk to him almost every day, you know? So I feel like I'm making a difference in people's lives. Um, I've helped young people who've reached out to me with their resumes or their college applications. So that part of it, I've loved. And you're, I told you, and you're giving your advice on Instagram. You should start Elisa's advice kind of on the side. That's my side career for you <laughs> so i mean do you think you would be friends with ramona still if you guys didn't do the show oh if i didn't do the show you know probably because you know people have said well you've known her for a long time you had to have seen the way she behaved to other people and i had made a comment and a cameo i always saw Ramona could be an asshole, but she was my asshole, right? At the end of the day, what do you expect to get from assholes, right? They give you shit. Um, but I was able to take the good with the bad with Ramona. And when I said that Ramona was, Ramona Bill was filled with one-way streets, a lot of my relationship with her was me doing for her and coddling her. Did she step up as a friend? Sometimes, you know, she came wedding dress shopping with me. Um, you know, she always, you know, looked for wedding dresses and would send me a bunch of pictures. So, but I didn't have a need, right? In all relationships, I think when you figure out the balance of power in a relationship, it's one person's need, gain, loss versus the other. I didn't have a need for Ramona, but... I did love her and I thought she had a need and I'm always someone who tends to fix the bird with the broken wing. So I was nurturing to her. I think I would have continued to nurture her and whenever she did something that offended me, I would have been like, okay, that's just Ramona. So yeah, I think had it not been, I think had it not been for this show, we probably would have stayed friends. And well, that's what we see on the show too with Ramona. I mean, she apologizes and it's just like, that's Ramona, that's Ramona. She does mean things to people. I mean, she, 
to Maria, you know, there was a night that Maria and Ramona went out and they were at the Regency and then someone told Ramona that there was a cute guy that she should meet at the Carlisle. And so Ramona said, okay, Ramina, Ram, Maria, I'm leaving. And Maria's like, well, I'll go with you. And she said, no, 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 you can't come. Well, that was like deja vu, right? And Maria's like, I'm coming. And Ramona's like, no, you can't come. And she ran away from her. I mean, who does that to people? You know, but Maria will let it go and still be her friend. Well, that's Stockholm Syndrome when, you know, in general. Right, right. Well, I didn't have, I did not have Stockholm Syndrome. I was, you know, Maria has more of a need for Ramona in her life. I don't have a need for Ramona in my life. I have a very full and complete life. Yes. You do. I mean, you're doing cryptocurrency trading on a regular basis. That's a real career. You have a background in finance. I mean, I hate to call it out. I You have a gorgeous apartment on the Upper East Side. You have a gorgeous house in Southampton. You know, I mean, listen, For a sh I've said this before on this show, like, and there's nothing wrong. I'm not saying money buys happiness, but I'm just saying there is a level of these shows try to project, you know, women of a certain like income and, and net worth. And you kind of have more of all of them, all of them put together, at least. Um, <laughs> I haven't seen their bank accounts, but. Well, I'm telling you, am I being shallow and petty here? <laughs> but no, but you also give a lot to charity. And like, to your point, like you do, you know, you're actively involved in all of these. Like, I know like, haven't like a lot of young people re reached out to you besides like the resumes and the job advice? Right, no, I'm very philanthropic. I'm not like these women that, you know, just want to go to, you know, some, you know, black tie thing in hopes of meeting a guy or social climbing. And hence that's the only way they write a check for a donation. And, Half the time, some of the, you know, some of these women go, it's because they're comp. It's not because they read out a check. I would rather skip the black tie. I'm very happy in my jeans anyway. And I'd rather write out the check and support a charity that I truly believe in or support an individual who I truly believe in. And I don't need all of the public, you know, accolades for doing it, right? Like Luann's you know, supporting women who have been incarcerated. Oh, please. You think Luann gives a damn about any of these women if it wasn't for needing it as a storyline? You know, I mean, she was comparing herself to women who have been incarcerated and separated from their families and their children for years, as opposed to Luann who was separated from her shoes for 24 hours. Right? I mean, let's call it as it is. You think she did that for the show? Of course. Do I think she cares? I don't think she cares about anyone but herself. See, now I'm, see, now I'm just angry, right? <laughs> I'm not... that, that these women, like, came out and attacked me, and I was nothing but, like, elegant about them. You know, when I was asked about Luann, I said how beautiful she was, and, you know, She's great without the alcohol. Like, look what a success she became. I always tried to take the high road. I'm sick of it.
Well, yeah, I do believe, I mean, Luann said that she didn't know you. I mean, which is kind of what we talked about. That's such a lie. What about the, so the last time America saw you, people that don't really know you, I mean, the last time really on TV was at Leah's Married to the Mob party. Right. Which I was at. We hung out. So you weren't mic'd when you were there, I noticed. So right. talk to me about that. Like, were you, were you, like, why were you there? I mean, like, I don't know. Were you there? Like, you weren't mic'd, so I don't understand that. Well, I was, Leah asked me to come. I was supporting Leah. Leah and I had gotten very close by that point already. Um, and Ramona was telling people to not invite me to things, right? So. I was initially invited to, you know, Sonia's through a text, for, or I think when we talked on the phone about the Century 21, it could have been through a text. Um, but all of a sudden, I never got the official invitation, and I just let it go. Um, Dorinda's birthday party, I was supposed to go to that, right? Ramona was, like, now telling all the girls, don't invite Elise, don't invite Elise. And when she said to Leah, don't invite Elise, Leah was like, screw you. You know, I'm going to invite who I want. So when I got there, um, you're very perceptive to realize I wasn't Mike. Because when I got there, I was Mike. And then all of a sudden, before I walked in, they came back and took it off me. So I was like, whoa, what's, what's happening here? I was really kind of blindsided by it. Um, but I was there to support Leah. So... I went in and I said to Leah, you know, they took my mic off. I don't know what's going on, but that's fine. I'm, I'm here for you anyway. I had zero intention of fighting with Ramona that night. Ramona had called me right before I was leaving to get in the car to go down there. But I was literally also in the middle of a trade. So I didn't want to pick up the phone and be distracted by the phone call. I wanted to do my trade. Um, but I figured I would talk to her when I saw her at the party. and. She was acting very cold, you know, she saw me, she basically ignored me, you know, I'm there while um, we're talking to Leah, Leah's mom, and Ramona's there sucking up to Leah's mother, and I sort of gave Ramona like a half smile, and she literally turns her back and tries to nudge me out of the way, and that's when I was like, are you kidding me? You know, you're going to pretend that I'm not standing here? Right, that's what set me off. I didn't think for a second that that fight would end up on the show because I wasn't Mike, you know? So someone, you know, someone had asked, you know, oh, did you rehearse what you called her? And I'm like, no, I wasn't there with the intention of fighting with her, you know? And like I said, it's really not my nature to fight. I don't like fighting. But when she ran away from me, um, it just came out. Everything that I have been thinking just sort of rolled off my tongue. So you are that quick-witted that you come up with duplicitous, nefarious, narcissistic, superficial bitch? That's pretty <laughs> impressive. I have a really good vocabulary. <laughs> yeah, I have to look up nefarious. I think I need to look that word up. And Ramona's picture will be next to it in the dictionary. So why were you, so you're, I mean, let's just go back, you're mic'd and then unmiked. what's that all about? I guess Ramona um, said to them if she's mic'd, I'm not coming. 
look, Ramona didn't want to be there anyway. She used me as an excuse to run out, but she ran out and she went to another party, right? That just wasn't her vibe. Trust me, if that whole thing went down exactly as it did, but there was some rich guy there or some 30-something-year-old guy that she thought was hot and strippable, she would not have left the party. I could see that. Or maybe if it was on the Upper East Side with a different type of crowd. Yeah, she didn't like the crowd. That wasn't wasn't her vibe. It was a great crowd. It was a great party. It was fabulous. I I actually stayed pretty late. You did. Yeah. Um. Yes, you did. Um. So that's the last time we saw you on the show. Right. And, and then, all right. So before we get into the fact that you weren't at the reunion, right. Let's talk about the fact that, because I know this, so I have to bring it up, you were supposed to be on Watch What Happens Live, you told me, with Andy, the night, this, I think the second or third time, I forgot how many times Leah was on it, but the last time Leah was on as a guest, you told me you were all excited to be on as a guest with Leah on Watch What Happens. Yeah, I was supposed and, to be on, and they canceled me after the cameo that Leah and I did, which, so you, which the cameo was, by the way, um, not planned out, right? I literally had 28 cameos that I had to do that afternoon. And I was just trying to bang them out. And people ask on cameo, right? They, they tell you what they want you to talk about, right? So they wanted me to talk about um, why wasn't I friends with Ramona anymore. And they wanted me to talk about why Ramona couldn't meet a man. Right, so I, right, so this was on a Tuesday. I knew coming up on Thursday's episode, Ramona was going to say to someone in the Berkshires that she couldn't meet a man because she's the 1% and men are so intimidated by her that they, can, they can't get an erection around her, right? She said this. So when I was doing the cameo, I was like, you know, definitely feeling a little ornery, you know, and said, oh, you want to know why, you know, I said, I've made a comment, yeah, Ramona with her 50 friends, you know, now she's down to 49 because I am out. And you want to know why she can't meet a man? And I called Leah in. I thought Leah was going to come in and say, because Ramona is the 1% and men can't get an erection around her. That's what I thought Leah was going to say. I was shocked when Leah came. You could see from the cameo, I'm shocked when Leah came in and said, oh, because she, you know, poops during sex, right? You could see my reaction. I crack up because it's so shocking. Um, and then I, I didn't really know where to go with that. And I was like, all right, well, there, there you have it. Now, I've done over 100 cameos. Never has a single one gone public in the public domain, ever. So I figured it was going to be this one person that sees the cameo and that's the end of it. So I thoughtlessly uploaded it and just moved on to the next 27 cameos. When that thing ended up on Twitter and then went viral, I truly was shocked by it because over 100 cameos, I never had one end up on Twitter. So was it my bad that I uploaded it? Definitely. I'll own that. And in hindsight, I never should have done it. But I'm not the one who said it. 
So why did I get canceled on Watch What Happens Live, right? Ramona went crazy over that cameo. And I immediately, I felt so badly when that cameo got released. I went on Twitter and I was like, obviously there's no truth to this. We were just being stupid, you know? I, I mean, I immediately tried to backtrack it, you know, backpedal to, you know, so people didn't think that I had any kind of inside information on what Ramona does during sex, <laughs> you know? But yet, yeah, so I got canceled, that's my punishment. But like, why did you get canceled? Was Ramona behind that? I would imagine she made a huge ruckus over the cameo and I guess. I mean, out of all the awful things that are said about her and everyone else says about her, this did seem to get to her. Well, look, I mean, but, you know, I went back and watched past seasons now because it was COVID and, you know, I was just curious. You know, for three seasons, they talk about Ramona's poop, right? I mean, even Ramona does, right? I mean, even on the trip in Mexico, she's like, oh, I pooped in my bathrobe. Or Sonia says, oh, there's poop on the floor, you know? And so, I mean, it was a constant theme, you know, clogging the toilet. Um, that being said, yeah, this really triggered her. I'm sorry I uploaded the cameo. I, I own the fact that I shouldn't have uploaded it but I'm not the one who said it. So why is she all of a sudden hugging Leah and loves Leah so much at the reunion? Oh, I, I wanna be a mother to you, I love you. And you know, we're elbowing her at the reunion. Um, it's, it's all fake. It's because she has to still work with Leah. She doesn't have to deal with me anymore. So on the Richter scale of offensive things that have been said to Ramona this season, if I was a one, and Leah and Dorinda were 10, yet I'm persona non grata. And how, and you're not sure if Ramona's behind this, but you think this cancellation. Oh, well, I'm, look, I, I'm a trader for a living, so I gamble. I bet everything on it. And like, how does that happen? You just get a text from somebody in charge. I got a call, I got a call that I was being canceled. That and I wasn't allowed to do interviews until the end of the season. So I was quiet to the end of the season. That must have not made you happy. I didn't care. And you were told, in addition, you couldn't do any interviews. Right, to the end of the season. Wow. All right, so. That's why I'm talking to you today. Season's officially over. <laughs> Wait, before we continue this conversation, I really need to talk about something. I need to tell you guys about Care Of. It is a wellness brand and it makes it so easy to maintain your health goals with a customized vitamin plan. It not only helps you feel your best today, but really supports you long-term. And this is hassle-free. It's vitamins and supplements delivered right to your front door. Now, what I think is one of the best things about Care Of is the online quiz. It is literally, it's a fun quiz. It takes about five minutes. It asks you questions about your diet, your lifestyle, and any health concerns you have to achieve your specific wellness goals. I mean, the questions really are fun. It kind of gives you like an in it kind of gives you an insight into your life and makes you like look at things like it asks you how much sleep do you get how often do you work out do you follow any particular type of diet and really like what are you concerned about your hair your skin 
you know, your overall wellness, the health of your nails. It really, it's, it covers everything. So the quiz is really fun. And then the thing is right then and there, there's no waiting at the end. It tells you what they recommend. For me personally, you know, we're heading into the winter. I want to lean out a little bit. I need more energy. I want to get some more sleep. I just want a clear mind. I want to be very focused and productive. So these are the things that were important to me. And of course, I care about the health of my hair and my nails and my skin. I mean, looking good is important. So these are the things that were kind of my focus. And then for me, it recommended a complex V complex B vitamin, a calcium vitamin, electrolytes, and this great whey protein. Let me just tell you, the quality of this whey protein is, I don't know if you've taken like protein powders in the past, a lot of them don't taste good. This tastes so good and it has wholesome ingredients. And I love that you can recognize the ingredients like organic cocoa, I know what that is, pink Himalayan sea salt. So I love the fact that I could recognize the ingredients and it really tastes good. And also what I love is each recommendation comes in an individually wrapped packet. So I don't know about you, but the pharmacy aisles are so confusing to me where everything is lumped together. This gets you back on a schedule and everything is one per packet or two per packet, whatever the dosage is, it's in its own packet. So it really helps you get on a schedule. I cannot speak highly enough about Care-of. Take the online quiz and then these vitamins and supplements will come right to your front door. And I really would love to hear what everyone's like health goals and wellness goals are and what was recommended for you guys. Now here's the thing. Because you listen to the Behind the Velvet Rope podcast, you're getting 50% off your first order. So go to TakeCareOf.com. That's TakeCareOf.com. And you enter the code, code VELVET50. That's VELVET50. And if you enter VELVET50 after you go to TakeCareOf.com, you're going to get 50% off your first order. It's that simple. Go in, fill out the quiz, answer the questions honestly, and these vitamins and supplements and powders, everything is going to come to your front door. And I don't know, I feel much better already, but that's just me. Can't wait to hear what you guys think. Thank you for listening. Now back to the show. I've been waiting. I've been waiting. I've been waiting very patiently. Yes, you have. So... I mean, looking back before we get to the reunion, like, are you shocked? Like, are you shocked that, you know, because this was a friend of yours for a really long period of time. You didn't really watch the show. You didn't see how Ramona was on the show or edited. Or like, are you shocked that this has happened? Or now looking back as hindsight 2020, where you're like, oh, I'm not that shocked when I kind of look back. Like, were there red flags that this could happen with Ramona? Um, well, there, yeah, I mean, I, there should have been red flags. I mean, she's done things to me over the, the years that, um, made me take pause, right? There was a, there was something that happened right before my wedding, actually, that she did. It was the wrap up of season 10, I think. We were at the party. We went downtown, um, to celebrate her and my husband was like really hungry. He hadn't eaten all day. So we left the party for 20 minutes, grabbed a bite to eat, and then came back to the party. And then everybody was going back to the restaurant we had just come from. So we were sitting at the table with her and there were a lot of people at the table. So she basically, since we weren't eating, um, 
told a mutual friend of ours that she should tell us to leave um, since we weren't eating to make room for other people. But we weren't down there to eat. We were down there because Ramona wanted us to be there to celebrate her. I schlepped my husband all the way downtown, you know, basically on a school night. Um, and she told someone to tell us to leave. And I was like, whoa, that's, that's really weird. But it's typical Ramona. She had offended other people at that party who were good friends with her. So Reinhold and I just sort of like watched her behavior. You know, we had, you know, we stayed for a little while longer and then we left, you know, and after I said to her, like, don't ever tell me to leave somewhere. But I did not, because of that night, I did not put her in my wedding. She wanted to be in my wedding party and I did not put her in the wedding because of that night. I never told her why, I just never asked her to be in the wedding. And so you think that's kind of like a... So that was my red flag, right? But after that, she was still, you know, wedding dress shopping and, you know, she was still acting like a, as, as a friend. She called me three times a day, you know, we talked all the time, we saw each other all the time. I don't know why she compartmentalized my friendship with her. I mean, she, I have two very close girlfriends. Um, they were both uh, newscasters, very interesting women. And whenever I was with them, I could be having lunch with them and Ramona would send a text asking to go to lunch. And I'd say, hey, I'm with Lynn and Penny. Come join us, we'll make room for you, I'll order for you, so it's here when you get here. You know, I just always included her. You know, she was never interested in Lynn and Penny because while, while they are brilliant, right, Lynn is one of the first black women to really be a pioneer in broadcast news, and Penny has interviewed multiple presidents. Um, they weren't wealthy, so I guess Ramona had no interest in them. That's, that's what we've seen from Ramona on the show. Yep. Okay, so let's get to the reunion. Mm -hmm. I mean, I can't remember one, I mean, whether you have an official friend of title or not. I mean, on, again, on Wikipedia, it says you're a friend. Regardless, it's you were- 15 episodes. 15 I, episodes I was in. I was ju literally just gonna say that. You were in, you were. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's a lot of episodes. Right. So it's just so strange that you're not at the reunion. So talk to me about that. Like, why weren't you at the reunion? I, well, I don't know. I can only guess as well as you can, right? I mean, look, if you remember, I wasn't going to do confessionals, right? Remember, you and I were together when, I, when they were reaching out to me to do confessionals, and I was saying no. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go 
to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. I was like, this ended so badly. The fact that I wasn't mic'd at Leah's party, why would I go back and do confessionals? Um, and I, I kept saying to you, why do they even want me? Like they treated me like crap. Why do they even want me to come back and do confessionals? But I finally, you know, agreed to come back and do them. So if they needed me for the confessionals, why didn't they need me to be a voice at the reunion? They certainly talked about me at the reunion. I don't know. Well, and wanting you to come back and do confessionals is saying this storyline is something like this is going to be a storyline. Right. I remember I was saying to you, I don't think I should do them. I should just be done with this. This left a bad taste in my mouth and I could just be done with it. But I finally got talked into it. And I told you, I, as soon as I heard they were asking you back, I'm like, this means that you are a part of the show. Right. Because no one's asking you to come back in the final hour and do confessionals if there's not going to be a storyline around you. Right. So, I mean, the same as with Watch What Happens, do you think Ramona had something to do with you not being at the reunion? Uh, hell yeah, <laughs> of course. And they could deny it all they want, of course. What, she's, I'm not coming to the reunion if Elise is there like that? Sure, I could see her saying it. Look, I mean, why wouldn't I have been? Right? If I wasn't important, why bring me back to confessionals and why bring me up at the reunion? Right? I mean, on all three reunions, I think they showed clips of me or, you know, I mean, I'm in there all the time. <laughs> so I don't know. But you know what? It looked disgusting and I'm glad to be done with it. I mean, were you shocked when Ramona called you a black widow? I laughed. Um, well, I mean, she's an idiot, right? The definition of a black widow, right, is someone who kills their mate, right? So Reinhold is still live and kicking. Um, it was, I mean, it was ridiculous. Well, to your point earlier in this chat, where you say that a black widow is one of the nicest things Ramona has ever said about someone well, on the oh, cast. The things that she has said to me about the other cast members, she doesn't like any of them. She said she would never be friends with them if it wasn't for the show. She has no respect for them. Um, and that's like giving you the short, innocent version of what she said. These people, the way Luann defended her and even Sonia defended her, if they knew the things that she had said to me, they would never talk to her again. So about both Sonia and Luann, she said nasty things. Oh yeah, and Dorinda, and Leah. And you don't, would you like to share some of those here today? You know, I, of course I would like to share it, but they're really bad things and they're not things that have ever come out on the show. So I don't want to, as much as Luann's been a total bitch to me. Um, and Sonia was a little backstabbing to me on the reunion. I, I don't want to, I don't want to go there out of deference to them. Well, that's nice of you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I mean, kind of like you taking the high road with high road with Ramona most of the season. Yep. Yep. 
I mean, well, we did, right, to your point, I mean, Sonia laughed when Ramona well, Sonia said, yeah, laughed when she called me Black Widow, and Sonia said, oh, but yeah, Elise didn't have your back. And that just wasn't true. I mean, Sonia saw what happened. Sonia kept saying to me, you gotta, you gotta confront her. You gotta confront her. And Dorinda was saying, you gotta confront her. And I did it so gently. And you said Sonia had sent you text messages that said that, you know. Sonia said, I have your back both on and off the show. And the way Ramona treated you in that moment was really telling. Yeah. I mean, were you shocked that Luann and Sonia kind of said yes? Well, I'm shocked by Luann because I heard Luann bad-mouthing me, um, which again was disappointing since I, you know, look, I could give you 30 Luann stories, although she does not remember ever meeting me, you know, but I don't go there. So, but Sonia upset me because Sonia definitely seemed to um, indicate to me that she thought Ramona was in the wrong. So that must have been shocking. Have you heard from any? Well, also, I mean, were you shocked? Because I know, like, in real life, like, you're close with Leah and Dorinda. Right. I mean, were you shocked? I mean, they didn't exactly join in, but were you waiting for them to stand up and defend you? Um, yeah, but I, I have a feeling that they, I have a feeling that they did and it was edited out. Fair enough, because I mean, a lot of stuff does get edited out. Right. Have you heard from anyone like now that the final part of the reunion has aired? from the show? Well, it just aired last night, so no, I haven't, I haven't spoken to anyone. Spoke to Dorinda the, the morning before, I think, two days ago or something. Are you shocked that Dorinda's not coming back? I was really shocked that Dorinda is not coming back, yeah. Um, but I think Dorinda's gonna be fine. She'll be fine. And maybe she'll show up again in the following season. But Dorinda was one, you know, I didn't think Dorinda or Sonia would be let go. You didn't. Well, Leah, clearly, right? Because Leah is the future of the show. Clearly. Right. And you so think- I thought if anyone had to go, it would have been Ramona or Luann. And you, why Luann? I don't know. I mean, what's the story other than, you know, Cabaret? I don't know. And why Ramona? <laughs> and what's her story? At what point was it clear to you that you weren't going back? I mean, it was clear. It was clear to me because I know you. But like when you made this announcement on Twitter, everyone was so shocked. No, it was clear to me because I couldn't even sign the, the friend contract, right? I mean... They had a, we went back and forth so many times and I was like, wow, this is really onerous. You know, I can't agree to this and I won't agree to that. So, I mean, there was no way I would get through a contract to be a full-time housewife. So I knew, I knew that I wasn't going back. You know, I mean, I would have, you know, maybe popped in here and there as a friend again, but no, it's, I knew that I wasn't going back. 
it's just shocking, like watching the reunion and seeing like the things like that Dorinda would say about Ramona, right? Like you have a bad facelift and just these things. And even Sonia calling her out on her facelift, right? Sonia's like, hey, I want to know where the rest of Ramona's face went. Can you imagine if I said that? Oh my God. But no, I'm the devil. I'm the Black Widow because I said, am I your friend? <laughs> you know what I mean? Think about the absurdity of it. Well, now that the show has come and gone, like, what do you think are the biggest misconceptions about Elise Lane? Well, I'm not boring, right? I mean, I came across boring because I was either like, I had no idea what was going on because I didn't see previous um, scenes. I was randomly thrown in with no direction and they give you no backstory on my life. But if you compare my life to, you know, some of these other women's lives, I don't know, David, what do you think? You know my life, you know? Yes. I mean, I, I wouldn't say it's boring. Listen, you have a hot husband. I have a hot husband, I have a hot career, and make my own money, I have a big life, I'm very philanthropic, I have really fascinating people in my life, you know? So, so no, I'm not boring, but okay, if people think I'm boring, okay, good for you. Um, and I'm not judgmental, I wasn't, I, you know, but social voice of reason. Yeah, and that's the consensus on social media. Like, social media has come around to you. For the most part, yeah. Listen, you can't have it 100% on social media. Trust right. me. Right. What about, you know, because you and Ramona do travel, like, in the same friend group in real life, in the Hamptons where your house is, like, right down the right. street, basically. I mean, when have you last run into her? And, like, how, is this, like... You know, and how are these friends? Like, isn't that well, strange? Well, she turned some people against me, right? Which is, then, the, then they were never really my friends, right? But people who wanted to be on the show, and I think were jealous that I ended up on it, they were, like, very quick to turn against me. One person really surprised me. One person who went through a very serious surgery, and I visited her in the hospital a bunch of times. I took her home from the hospital. I brought her to dentist appointments. I would bring her food all the time. I would call her every day. What do you need? What can I do for you? She turned against me without even saying a word to me because none of these people watched the show and I was not gossiping about it. Ramona was doing all the gossiping and Ramona had her narrative. Elise came on the show and betrayed me. Elise said she would have my back and she betrayed me. And that's her narrative. So when people don't watch the show and they're not hearing from me, these idiots, you know, turned against me. And I will forgive Ramona way before I will ever be friends with anyone who actually inserted themselves and took a side. And was and it like... What Ramona had told me about them, these people who had sided with her, if they knew... <laughs> The things that Ramona had, had like, let loose about them. Oh, my God. They put a hit on her. And do you think she had something to do with that? Like, don't talk she to Elise? To do with it. She had everything to do with it. She showed everyone the cameo, right? And, you know, acted as though it was premeditated. And another thing that she did, someone had done um, a bunch of memes with all the girls with, like, 
cartoon guns, like fake guns, they imposed these. They did one of every single cast member and they did it for all different shows on Bravo. And they had little captions. And under my caption, it said, um, at least when she sees a picture of Ramona. And it was the first time I had seen a meme, you know, cause I'm not, you know, experienced on social media. So I shared it on my story. Well, Ramona went around telling everyone that I threatened to kill her with guns. So these people were like, least threatened to shoot Ramona. And I'm going, are you kidding me? You know, I said, I shared a meme that someone else made and there's memes of Ramona with guns, you know, like it was. Where it did was she so tell like all these friends, like the friend groups? Everyone, anyone who would listen, you know, even Avery says, mom, stop talking about Elise already, right? Even Avery said it, stop wasting your energy. Were you shocked when you saw that? Because that became a thing in real life, too. That Avery said, stop wasting your energy? Yeah. yeah I was really disappointed in her. I've known her since she was a little girl. I was really disappointed that she inserted herself into it in a derogatory way. And that blew up on social media. Yeah. And I also went on social media and tried to calm it down because Lee and I did a live afterwards. And Leah said, didn't your husband get Avery a job? You know, why was Avery so disrespectful? And I had acknowledged that, you know, he had helped her. Um, and then it went crazy on social media. So I immediately went on Twitter and I said, I like Avery. She's a smart girl with a bright future. You know, I wish her the best. I mean, I just tried to like calm it down. But you know what? No good deed goes unpunished. Not on social media, at least. Well, not with the singers. <laughs> not with the singers, stingers. There's singers, right. stingers, I guess. Right. When, so, I mean, are you upset that you lost these friends? I mean, to your point, I guess they weren't really your friends. Well, no, no, they weren't really friends, clearly. I mean, I was really, initially, I was shocked. I said, who gets in the middle of two friends that are having a falling out of anything? You know, there were a couple of friends who tried to get me and Ramona to sit down and talk. Um, and Ramona wanted to talk up until the cameo came out. She still wanted to reconcile. She was still trying. Yeah. I mean, she was still, you know, she had texted me right before July 4th weekend when that whole thing about Avery came out. She'd asked me not to discuss Avery. And I had said, you know, I immediately went on, you know, went on Twitter and said that I thought a lot about it. You know, I thought highly of Avery and Avery's a smart girl and very capable. So I let Ramona know that I tried to shut down the chatter about Avery. And then Ramona and I were gonna talk after July 4th. I finally said, okay, let's talk. Because up till then I was never willing to sit down and talk with her. But right, but right before July 4th weekend, I said, okay, let's talk. But then the cameo came out and it was explosive. There was, was no coming back from the cameo. That was, that was it. When did you last, I mean, do you think these friends chose Ramona because she's on TV? Absolutely. Well, that says a lot about our society and how wonderful it is right. in today's right. day and age. Right. right. Um, when have you last seen Ramona? I mean, like, you've been in the Hamptons. Yeah, no, I haven't seen her... Oh, well, huh, 
about a, about a week ago, I was at a restaurant out here and Ramona literally was standing right next to me talking to the maitre d' trying to find her seat and pretended I wasn't there. What a shock, Ramona pretending I'm not there. <laughs> How novel. Oh, I've been there, honey. So you were standing right next to her? She was literally like brushed up against me. Yeah. So like giving her the benefit of the doubt, there's no way she didn't know it was you. No, of course she saw me. Of course she saw me. She saw Reinhold. Look, whatever happened, something, something upset her. Something I did, whether it was trying to set the guy up with Leah, I don't know. Something upset her. So I'm sorry for whatever I did that upset her. Um, it was never my intention to make her feel um, betrayed or not safe. She definitely should have given me some guidance. Um, she definitely should have sat down and had a real conversation with me. And she definitely should have recognized that I'm someone who cared very much about her and would have really been there for her. So, you know, my benign little calling her out, you know, calling her a one-way street or asking her if I'm a friend, give me a break. That was enough to, you know, drop a nuclear bomb? Come on. So I guess maybe that answers my next question. Like, after all this, after all this endless, I mean, there's mud all over social media. There's cameos, there's canceled appearances. This is like, it got kind of dirty. Like, do you hate Ramona? Um, Strongly I, dislike? She hates me, um, clearly, because of the damage she tried to cause, right? She tried to destroy me on social media. She tried to destroy me in our friend group. I don't hate her yet because I'm recognizing that there's something I don't know. There's something that triggered her that I don't know. Um, and so I can't invalidate whatever it is she's feeling. So I strongly dislike everything she's done. Um, but I don't, I hate what she's done, but I don't hate her. If I saw her like bleeding in the street, would I go help her out? Yes, I would. That's nice of you. <laughs> As opposed to running her over? <laughs> Listen, I got a very short list, but there are people that I would just walk by. Yeah. Not many. So, I mean, that's nice. Well, it's honest. You would help her. You would get her to the hospital. You would make sure she was taken care of. Yeah, yeah, I'd put a tourniquet on her. Yeah, one around whatever limb was bleeding and one around her mouth so I didn't have to listen to her. <laughs> Maybe then she would forgive you. You know, I, look, I don't think she and I will ever speak again. Um, you don't, you think? Yeah. No, no, I don't think we'll ever speak again. No, but, you really don't think there's any chance of reviving this friendship? Yeah. I mean, she really, she's, look, she could have let it go. I was off the show. I was done. She could have let it go. She, you know, I, I spoke highly of her on, on podcasts. I defended her. Everyone was calling her a racist. Let it go. She's the one who kept it going, you know. And yes, well, I, 
Well, and also at some point in life, Ramona will be off this show. Like uh, that's one thing I know 100%, whether it's 40 years, 20 years, it's, she's going to be off. Next year. Next year. And well, she'll be on this coming season, new season, but after that, who knows? But you know what? Um, I still wish her the best. I really do. Would you do it all again? Knowing yeah. like? No, absolutely not. Really? Really. You would, the producers would say, knowing what you know, get in that scene. Ramona's crying. You would say, I'm going to stay right here in the scene. That's right. That's right. I would not, had I, you know, had I had a crystal ball and seen how this whole thing was going to play out, I would have said, no, thank you. Well, before we wrap up, two things. One, what is next for Elise Lane? You're heading back to the city. I'm, I'm heading back to the city. Um, I do have a couple of projects that I'm working on. Um, I'm still doing my trading, which I do, you know, 15 hours a day, basically. Um, and life is good. I have, I have no complaints. You're busy. I'm busy. Yeah. And, and is there anything I'd like to give people a chance at their end? Is there anything like we didn't cover? Is there anything I didn't bring up that you would, since this is your therapy session, right off not being at the reunion? Um, no, David, I think this was like a proctology test. I think you got into everything. <laughs> I don't like to leave any stone unturned, please. Clearly, clearly. Listen. Yeah. I think we covered it all. I mean, I think it's just good to hear from you. I think, you know, it's, I, this is your side of what happened. This is what happened. And I just think to not be at the reunion, be able to explain yourself makes no sense. So I appreciate you stopping by behind the velvet rope to share what has happened. You're very welcome. It was my pleasure. It was my therapy. Namaste. <laughs> Namaste. I hope you feel better now. I hope you'll have a good day and you can come back anytime you want. And where can people find you on Instagram? Um, on Instagram, I'm at Elise Slain. And on Twitter, I am at Slain Elise because someone hijacked my Instagram name. So everyone can follow you on Twitter and on Instagram. You and I will chat. We will have drinks when you get back to the city. Absolutely. Thank you for coming. And everyone, Elise Lane, thank you for sharing all. We will talk to you later. Yes. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're behind The Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. 
or head on over to Patreon because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind the Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon. Mmm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com.